cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, everybody? My name is Brian Fields. Welcome back to an episode of The Don. As with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Brandon Barksdale, co-CEO of Remedy. Brandon, thanks for taking time. How are you doing today? Good, man. No complaints at all. No complaints at all. Before we dive into Remedy and some of the values it brings to the space, let's talk kind of top level about Maryland. What is its current status today? And, and what's the positioning going looking like for the future and the coming on date? Yes. So right now, Maryland's a, a medical market. Um, it is on the way to becoming REC, targeting um, Q3, Q4 of this year. And it's a limited license market as well. And so, you know, with um, the medical licensed market, it was um, very well run. Um, you know, the limited license market is, you know, optimal for the economics for operators. And there were ample opportunity for people to scale and grow um, within that medical market as well. And so jumping into to recreation, it, it will be, you know, more robust of competition um, for sure. But I think with um, the, the way it's set out, it's going to give a ton of people opportunity to really jump into the industry and, and really um, make a, a business for themselves to make a uh, a runway for success um, if they choose to. And so I, I think the competition is always great. It makes us work harder. And, you know, for me, I'm just super excited about what's to come because I think Maryland is probably one of the states where people underestimate really what the cannabis recreational market and consumer market can actually do um, just by nature of the surrounding, the surrounding employment being the, the federal government and, you know, um, very high in uh, in public service and, and, and military. And so I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in the dynamic um, as Maryland comes online with the surrounding states saying medical. Are they letting the medical operators switch to recreational? We can convert. So there'll be a, a light application and a, and a fee, but the existing uh, medical operators will be able to convert into recreation. And for our listeners that maybe don't understand the differences between vertical and horizontal, you reference your team as horizontal. Can you explain what that means and some of the advantages that come with just being horizontal? Yeah. So um, the vertical um, concept of, of cannabis operators is when, you know, seed through sale. So it's uh, everybody who cultivates, manufactures, and ultimately goes into to retail. And so that's the vertical model. And so the horizontal model is when you only focus on one um, operational front. So we're primarily retail. We do that extremely well. And so by us, again, focusing on just retail, we're able to be a lot more strategic as it relates to buying, as it relates to grading and quality and bringing the best products forward to our inpatients and, and soon to be recreational consumers. So, Brandon, are there any differences between the medical and the recreational style products? Yeah, there there'll definitely be the same level of medical dosage for different medical reasons and 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 uses. And recreation will probably have a different set of parameters to to scale with the with the experience of a recreational user, right? And 
Um, I think, you know, as we also see the quality evolve in Maryland, you know, there's going to be more brands, there's going to be more competition with additional licenses. And as we start to see, you know, people pheno hunt and bring different genetics and different processes from other markets into uh, Maryland, I mean, the natural evolution is that competition is going to force people to be better and really carve out the bottom performers. And so with that being said, I, I definitely see the quality increasing. It has already been increasing over the last couple of years. Um, and so I see that consistently kind of pacing forward. And I, I definitely see there being a, a huge difference, you know, going into like the first full year of rec versus where we stand today. Are there any odd rules or regulations around Maryland's adult use market where you can't have certain products or certain limitations on THC caps? Is there anything like that right now that you're aware of? Not right now. I mean, there are going to be allotment differences for medical versus um, recreation, just like we probably see in, in most of the other mature markets. But, you know, um, outside of that, nothing's really, you know, inked and pinned um, just yet. And so, you know, I, I imagine it will it'll probably fall in line with that. But I imagine that also that every SKU um, variable is going to be an option in both medical and recreation will probably just be different caps on allotment and also um, TAC and milligram between the two. Are there any brands that are under the radar in Maryland that most aren't aware of, but in your mind, these are the next up and coming brands that people should be looking for? There are a number that are that are coming online as we speak and that maybe have put out a couple of products, you know, just to kind of test the market. But, you know, I think some of the best are has has yet to come, to be quite honest. I think over the summer and into, you know, the the latter part of the summer, latter part of this year. We're starting to see some of the stronger kind of like Colorado and California brands making their appearances in our market. And I'm extremely excited about that because I think it's really going to change the dynamic of uh, of quality, what's available, and really push the envelope on what the consumers they would actually get in our market. Any product categories you think the average consumer right now will be very excited about once they try the product for the first time? I would say rosin grade products. They're not really present in our, our market heavily outside of like uh, disposable carts. And so I think as people transition between distillate edibles to like rosin edibles um, and infused products, I think that's really going to be an experience improvement that a lot of people are going to really drive towards. I'm really looking forward to that because it, it changed the, the pace of a lot of markets when that transition happened. November 8th, Maryland and Missouri legalized cannabis. And in February, Missouri rang up $100 million in, in their first month. Do you expect Maryland to top that? I expect it to be very close. I mean, again, um, a lot of the reservation when it came to, to cannabis use in, in Maryland was around people's jobs. I mean, um, Maryland houses the most government employees um, than any other state, maybe outside of like Virginia. And so, you know, people getting on record purchasing cannabis is a little bit of a, a scary thing, right? When it, it might impact your livelihood. And so I think with recreation and it just being the exchange of a adult ID to be able to purchase, I think we're going to see a swarm of, of individuals. I, I think there was a survey that came out that said actually Maryland has the most cannabis users per capita than any other state in the in the in the country. And so I actually think we would get really close to that number, if not exceed it. 
When you got started in the cannabis space, what did you get right? And most importantly, what did you get wrong? Uh, well, let's start with what I got right. So um, I think being, um, being nimble and being aware of what's changing in the market and not always believing everything you're doing is right. And so really being able to learn from other markets and not being so tunnel vision to, to believing that your market isn't going to have the same implications as other markets. Something that I got wrong, I would say, is trying to reverse the overall economics of what the implications are. If you could sum up your experience and a main takeaway, a lesson learned to pass onto the next generation, what would it be? You know, I would say just chase what you love. You know, like, I mean, you have to be passionate about the things you do day in, day out. And so, you know, I think if you can tie industry of any type into the things that you love to do on a regular basis, you know, I think you'll end up being the most fulfilled, no matter how that turns up or turns out. Brandon, Maryland is surrounded by several states that have already legalized cannabis in some form or in the process of doing so. Given its location, how do you see the market unfolding five years from now? I see Maryland being the front runner in recreational legalization for our market. Um, D.C. being Washington, D.C. being a um, not being a state and kind of following this own gray market and, and moving more towards in a structured uh, cannabis economy there will, will also add some level of, of intricacy of how that Im- impacts um, Maryland. So, Brandon, for our listeners, they want to get in touch and they want to visit Remedy. Where can they find you? Yeah, um, you can reach me on Instagram. Um, we have uh, Remedy underscore Maryland for our, our Instagram account. My personally is uh, Just Barksdale, J-U-S-T-B-A-R-K-S-D-A-L-E. And again, we're in Columbia off Stanford Boulevard and we're in Baltimore off Security Boulevard. Two huge 10,000 square foot stores. We're ready to serve. So just really excited to uh, really be able to tackle the, the recreational market when it comes online. And of course, like we'll, we'll always be there for our medical patients as well. So awesome. We'll link it up in the show notes. Thanks for taking the time. This was fun. Awesome. Thanks, bud. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last few years, can you please take three minutes or less and leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify? All reviews make a massive difference for us and help other people like you find this podcast. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Tune into a major journey podcast today, where guests take listeners on journeys and immerse themselves in the roller coaster ride both in and out of the cannabis space that brought them to where they are today. Throughout our conversations, guests share valuable lessons that they've learned along the way that listeners can use to empower growth both in their personal and professional lives. Check out a major journey today on all major podcast platforms.